Hello? You play to win the game. Let's go to eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 54 of the Battered Jets Vans podcast. I am not my energetic self. One, I'm under the weather. Two, I just witnessed one of the most embarrassing things I've seen in a while, and that's saying a lot since this season's been filled with them. And I'm joined, as always, by two other battered Jets fans. So I'll start from uh, my left to right. Gunny, how are you doing, sir? It, I, it's it's one of those things where I got to remind myself that I'm I'm a grown man. I'm too old to be doing <laughs> this to myself every yeah. freaking week. Mm-hmm. Um, they are who we thought they were. We were talking about this on the show the other night, right? If the oh, Jets' no. defense did not score. I, us winning the game was a long shot, and we saw that again tonight, right? Like, they're, they're, it's, it's like we play defense when we're on offense, right? When we get things going, we're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what are we doing? We need to chill a little bit. Let's get some penalties and get us – let's push this thing back. <laughs> we're doing too good. It's like we get in our own way, man. It's, it's the most disheartening thing to be a, a fan of this freaking team, bro. But it's okay. Now we get to look forward to what most Jets fans have been looking forward to over the last decade. Draft season, baby. It's mock draft. It's 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 mock draft time. Um, we can only imagine what that top five pick might look like now. So, uh, well, yeah, I'm excited for it. I definitely get what you're saying, and I think a lot of Jets fans are going to feel that way after tonight. But I mean, I know I'm hypothetically here. If we beat the Bills next week, and I know it's a stretch because we're playing like dog shit. But if we do beat the Bills next week, the season's still alive. Look. I heard you say, I, I, thank you for filling in for me yesterday when I wasn't there for the preview show, but you said, as a Jets fan, we find reasons to kind of stay engaged. If we somehow can win next week, we're, we still got a chance. I know it's a long shot. Look, man, that's a conversation we can have on Saturday night of next week. <laughs> <laughs> I just. Not right now. Okay, I, I feel you. Oh Look, I'm, I'm with you right, right now. I'm feeling I'm feeling much like, like Eric right now. Much like Eric Medell right there. He, I feel you, Eric. Uh, Mike, how are you doing, sir, after watching that disaster of performance? Oh, man, I'm not doing too well. I'm not. I'm really not doing too well. I'm, I'm with Gunny on this one. Um, you know, we, we got to hunt the good stuff here. We, we still have that first rounder that that uh, we got back from the Packers. <laughs> so, Fact. you know, we're, we're going to be uh, at least at least I'm going to be looking into a lot of uh, college football over the coming weeks to, uh, to see, you know, who, who we should be targeting in that first round. But, um, but man, it, this, this just really hurts. You know, this is a, this is a really big kick in the cojones here. Cause you know, during the game, uh, Gunny, uh, Texas saying, uh, that, that he noticed that Aaron Rodgers was aiming for mid December and that, that actually, uh, could be a possibility. And it's like, dude, we, we still can't get it right. Like you would think that would spark, spark us, but Oh man, I'm I'm excited to get into this today because, oh man, this is well, this, this is just not good. Well, well, let, let's start with the beginning of the game, right? Obviously, the game overall was a piece of shit, but let's start with the beginning of the game. Three and out to start, right? We get the ball. The first thing I noticed is that they brought out a fullback, right? This kid Bowen, I forget, I forget his name. He barely plays. Bowden, Bowden, yeah, Bowden. And I was like, okay, they're gonna run the ball today, right? Come out with your fullback. First two runs, they don't get a first down. And then a quick slant play to Garrett Wilson, first down. I'm like, all right, things are looking good. For the most part, 
the first quarter, I thought Zach Wilson looked pretty good, surprisingly. Under center, you know, like they were like uh, Chris Collins was saying, not a lot of bootlegs, not a lot of thinking, right? Just just quick, one, two, three-step drop, let it go. But then they started shooting themselves in the foot with these penalties. The false starts, holding. Every time they got a big play, another penalty. And I feel like that, that over the last couple of weeks, even though Zach Wilson isn't that good, he's not getting help <clears throat> as far as the penalties go. I feel like they keep shooting themselves in the foot. And ultimately, that's what did him in. He had that long touchdown run. And then what happened? Okay, well, l- l- let's go to that touchdown run real quick. That run happens. I'm like, awesome. Finally using your legs. Get in the end zone. We have a chance to win. Stepped out of bounds. They call it back to the two-yard line. I personally thought we're not going to score. That's what I thought. And then the very next play, Brees Hall runs it in for a touchdown. But then CJ, who's your mama, go ahead, holding, holding, and then they get, you know, another 10 yards back. And that was it. We ended up settling for three points when we had seven. And it felt like if once we get in the no, the gold zone, we we are ineffective. Like we have we scored in there yet? I feel like all of our plays have been big plays to get in there this year. I can't think of any goal line touchdowns. So what were you thinking? I'll go to Gunny first. Gunny, what were you thinking when you saw that touchdown? And were you like me when Zach Wilson had that touchdown called back to the two-yard line? Were you also thinking, I don't think we can get in the end zone? Because that's the first thing I thought. You, you're muted, Gunny. How about now? Can you hear me now? My bad, my bad. Now, I was saying 100%. Moment I saw it get called back to the two-yard line, uh, Jessica was just like, oh, it's the two-yard line. You guys should be able to. I was like, no. No, we're, we're going to get a field goal. We're not scoring a touchdown here. Um, and then, of course, I thought I was wrong because you saw freaking good old uh, uh, Brees get into the end zone, and I was like, okay, proving me wrong tonight. Oh, holding, coming back. CJ fucking Uzama again, bro. And, and I lost it. At that point, I freaking lost it, dog. It was back-to-back pretty much. Big plays negated by CJ Uzama. I don't understand why this bum is even out there. I think Conklin is better. I think freaking uh, Ruckert is better. We I, Why is he even on the field right now? He's cost us more than he's done for us. And But now nah, I knew I knew after that, man, like I, I went back to it. I said, if the defense doesn't score tonight, we're losing this game. Right there and then, I said, if the defense doesn't score tonight, we're going to lose this game. And, well, they didn't score tonight. So, ugly game, man. That's freaking just ugly game. Mike, what did you think of Zach's performance to start the game? And then, and I want to get to the O line in a second. I saw Mike in the comments was bringing up the, the O line. But what do you think of his performance at the beginning of the game? And then, what what were you yeah. thinking when he got that touchdown called back? Yeah, so I I kind of agree with you a little bit. You know, starting out the out the gate, uh, we actually what did we do? We scored our, our first points in the first drive all season, right? We scored a yep. uh, three. We, we kicked a field goal there. Um, I I thought we started off strong. You know. Zach was getting the ball out to Garrett. And one thing that I really noticed about, about today's game, and I know we're probably going to talk a lot more about Zach, but one good thing that I saw with Zach and, and, and how the, I think the offensive coaching staff is helping him out is basically they're, they're telling him, okay, you get one read and that's it. You get one read. And I think obviously the, the one read, at least for the majority of the first quarter has only been Garrett and we were actually moving the ball, you know? So, uh, that, that really 
you know, worked out well in our favor, but then he, you know, and then he was using his legs, which was really good. And then of course he stepped out of bounds and man, I'm right there with you guys. Um, I did not think we were going to, we were going to punch it in there, uh, which we didn't. And, um, you know, it, it came back to bite us. So, um, and in terms of his overall play, um, you know, it, it definitely was shoddy. You know, I know I keep on, um, you know, last video I was talking a lot about Zach, but but in terms of the first quarter, I thought it was pretty solid. Uh, you know, Garrett Wilson had 60 yards in the first quarter, which was pretty good. Well, you know what I did notice? I noticed that our running game started – we started getting – running. even Dalvin Cook was getting some rushing yards because they started respecting the pass just a little bit, right? Once Zach Wilson started connecting to some of the guy at Wilson, even Xavier Gibson got in on some of them. All of a sudden, they stopped stacking the box. All of a sudden, you see two high safeties. It's like, oh, shit, we could run the ball. I really thought that we were going to win this game comfortably at, at some point. When I thought that Zach Wilson got into that touchdown, I was like, you know what? We got the momentum. The offense is looking good. The defense is going to keep it locked down. I, I really com convinced myself that we had a chance. But I, I, I don't Zach Wilson, when he doesn't have things going his way, it's like it's either really good or really bad. I thought that he was playing really well at first. And then as soon as those penalties started adding up, and then it's, it's second and 15, second and 18, third and 12. It's like it's a completely different player. And I, 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 I'm with you, Mike, where I'm starting to give up on the Zach Wilson experiment. You have to. Because I, 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 know, I know they say that what they have – like in in reserve isn't as good, but at this point I'm kind of willing to find out. Like I kind of just want to see it. Like let me see it for myself at this point. I know you guys are seeing it, but let me see it at this point. So all in all, I, I, I I'm just tired of it. Um, Gunny, were there any positives that you saw in this game at all? Outside of, outside of the defense, obviously. Oh oh then no no I I got oh what wait no Greg, Greg Zerline. He's him, best offensive player on the New York Jets. You know what I'm saying? Greg the Legs been doing great things for us. What about um, the O line? I, I won't lie. The O line did surprise me a little bit. That that Raiders defensive line is a top five pass rushing unit uh, in the NFL. Uh, Max Crosby is a dog. Um, to to keep him at bay, Max Mitchell. I think I think Mike pointed out earlier today during in our text thread held his own, and I wasn't even paying attention to that. I thought for some reason he that Max was was getting double teamed, but then you look at it, and I'm like, oh, that's just Max on Max um, going at it, man. Like, it was very impressive to go ahead and see how he held his own at, at right tackle. Um, O-line looked good. I mean, again, the run, the run blocking seemed non-existent, right? That was a little concerning uh, when you're a team that really needs to depend on your running backs to go ahead and generate any kind of offense. Um, so I don't know how I feel about the pass rushing. I'm sorry, the pass blocking looking a little bit better and having to trust Zach Wilson to be the guy, whereas I'd rather have the ball in the hands of a guy like Brees Hall. So it's it's one of those things where you got to look at it as a good thing, but potentially like a nerve wracking thing because the run the run blocking did look a little bit sus today. But overall, though, the offensive line did their job. Um, I guess you can also say that, you know, you saw positives in terms of the offense being able to move the ball until they decided they wanted to shoot themselves in the foot. So that's also promising to see that it can be done if we got out of our own way. Uh, literally, I, I feel like this game should have been 21-0, <laughs> like 21-0 in the first freaking uh, quarter. And 
and we, we won't get to see it because we couldn't get out of our own way. Uh, some, I think uh, Bill Barnwell said it beautifully, right? Like the Jets defense makes the Raiders offense look like the Jets offense and the Jets offense makes the Raiders defense look like the Jets defense. I saw that and I was like, that's exactly what we just witnessed today. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have said that any better, man. Like, yeah. It's frustrating, man. We've the good news is we've got some pieces on uh, on this roster that I, I think next whenever we get well, I think Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be back next year. By the time he by the time he comes well, back, it's pointless. Four and seven. This year. It's, it's pointless. pointless. Yeah, it's pointless. At, at four and seven, the season's over. But by the time he would be back here, I, I think it's just best for him to go ahead and just heal up, take the season, let us go ahead and, and finish out the rest of the season. However, we finish it take those draft picks and potentially get some help on that offensive line. Maybe another wide receiver would be nice. Looks like Devontae Adams will be a Jet next year. I feel pretty confident about that at least. But overall, man, like, yeah, offensive line did some good things. Um, the defense is always doing what they do. And, well, uh, man, Greg the leg, that dude is yeah, him. You know, Greg the, and, and, and Morstead also. Look, yeah, there was a – there was a, a kickoff where Xavier Gibson ran it out of the, the end zone, which I wasn't sure why he did that. He got all the way to the 12-yard line. And in my mind, I'm like, well, thank you. You know, we now we have to work to get to the 25th-yard <laughs> line. And, you know, for us, that's a mission to just get those 12 uh -huh. yards. Like, I was so frustrated that he did that. And I get it. And this goes back to what I was saying. I don't know if I said it on the show or if I said it with you guys on text. We have players trying to do too much. Like they're they're like you know what yeah. I would normally just take the twenty five yards, but because I know our offense needs all the help they can get, I'm gonna go and try to get more. I know that you guys when we were talking on text, I said I think Sauce tried to punch that ball out instead of go for the tackle. You guys said that was just a poor tackle. I think he was trying to go for to for a fumble on Josh Jacobs, and I think he did that instead of just wrapping him up because if it's Aaron Rodgers at QB, okay, let me wrap him up. They get to the thirty yard line, we give up a field goal, whatever, we'll go all back and score. But with Zach Wilson at the helm, they're like, no, I got to force this fumble because I need to make sure that we get the ball back. Because if we give up any points, then we're in trouble. And I think that players are trying to do too much to make up for Zach, what Zach Wilson's missing. And um, I think that that's costing us because, you know, players are, are, are making mistakes. So, Mike, any positives outside of the defense? Um, Man. I mean, just, just to piggyback off of Gunny a little bit here, um, yeah, like the, the offensive line, I think Newman did a, did a great job tonight. I, I think that he – honestly, he's earned that, that right guard uh, job, at least for the foreseeable future. And, um, and as far as Max Mitchell is concerned, I think, I think he did a great job uh, up there, um, you know, on, on the front against Crosby there. So, I, you know, I really do give props to the offensive line. Were, were they um, perfect? No, they were not perfect. But, you know, I, I think they did a fantastic job. And then, like I said earlier, I think that the offensive coaching staff, for the most part, did a, did a pretty good job with letting Zach know, like, hey, you get one read, and then after that one read, you, you know, hit, you're hitting your check down. Now, the one thing about Zach is, like, this kid will, you know, airmail it over the check down or, like, you know, throw it, like, five yards to the left or to the right to, I think it was, like, a cook at the time. Uh, but – and then it's like he'll he'll be running you know off platform and he'll be throwing the ball like twenty yards and it, and it's like on the money it's it's insane to me I don't understand like watching this kid I don't understand how he could be so inaccurate you know on these short passes but like on the intermediate ones off platform it's like he he's throwing it really well and it just it blows my mind 
But well, um, I'm, I'm going to jump the gun a second here with just, but I wanted to piggyback off of what you just said. Yeah. I thought that there was a chance that Gary Wilson was going to catch that game when he touched on at the end of that Hail Mary. The way yeah, he yeah. scrambled to his left and threw it, and it looked like he effortlessly just lobbed it and it landed right mm -hmm. in the end zone, right where Gary Wilson had a chance to get it. I was like, what this is, might happen. That was a beautiful throw. It was. Mm -hmm. That was a beautiful throw to him into the in the end of the game to try to win it. It was a beautiful throw to Garrett Wilson that Garrett Wilson dropped uh, right mm -hmm. between the safety and the corner. Beautiful yeah. throw. Couldn't have done it any better. It's just it's so inconsistent, man, and it's what's so frustrating about it is we know he can – like he juked the, out of uh, Max Crosby out of his ankles on that last mm -hmm. play. He was falling out of bounds and still <laughs> launched it 50 freaking yards on a rope into the end zone where there were three Jets players. Three. You a chance. I, Randy, Randy Moss might have gotten that. Yeah. Devontae Adams would have gotten that. Yeah. And, 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 I'm, and I'm not here, shitting on Gary Wilson. Gary Wilson is is, is that guy. Yeah. But, but uh, Randy Moss might have gotten that. Um, I think Devontae would have gotten that too. But but look, this is the issue with Zach Wilson, though. He's not good. And outside of Garrett Wilson, he's throwing to bums. I mean, Tyler Coughlin's good also. But that no-look across his body throw to Alan Lazard. That was a beautiful throw. Alan Lazard almost didn't catch that. He yeah, doubled no, it twice that's before he, he was he surprised. <laughs> but no, but Alan Lazard, that's, that's what he does. That's what he does. He, he's, Alan not, he's not Alan Lazard catch. anymore. He, he's Alan LaDrops. That's his new name. Uh, I know he didn't yeah. drop that ball, but, dude, it's like even that one, yeah, he was like, oh, my gosh, it was so bad, dude. Like, I, I'm done with Lazard, at least for now, at least till Rodgers comes back. Um, but, yeah, he's – He's he's just not it, man. He's just not it as our number two. All right. Well, I, I guess we'll we'll get to this before we keep talking about. I, I mean, obviously, this is what everybody's gonna be talking about. Zach Wilson. Should we be talking about benching Zach Wilson already? Like, do you, you know what? Not even talking about it. Do you think it's finally gonna happen, Mike? Do you think it's finally gonna happen? Um, here here's the problem, right? The this is the major issue, and and I know that this wasn't all on Zach tonight. Like, and we were just talking about him yeah, throwing the decent um, couple, couple beautiful, beautiful balls. But the problem is, and I've noticed this, even, even from Zach's rookie year, I've noticed this regime has a very, uh, has a very tough dealing when it comes to change. Right. And, and I was talking about it in our, in our last video, how most people don't like change. They like the status quo. I don't know why this, this regime, the staff is so, uh, you know, loyal to, to Zach in terms of like, oh, we can't sit this kid or we can't like pull him for a little bit. Like, like the Patriots pulled Mac Jones today in the final two minutes of the game. You know, did it did it spark uh, their offense? No. Did you know? Did they win the game? No. But they were just trying to do something, right? The the time to bench Zach should have been starting this game, uh, and at the very least, right, benching him halfway through. We didn't do that, obviously. But going forward, I, I don't I don't know what this team does. I don't know like what what's the what's the point of starting like a Tim Boyle or Trevor Simeon this, at this point, if you know we're gonna you know we're not making the, the playoffs anyway. But I do like your point as well, Dan, about um you know just to see what they got, you know, because I feel like now we are auditioning for next year's backup role because we know that's it's not Zach, or at least most likely it's not gonna be Zach for a backup role, right? So. You know, we got to see what Tim Boyle. I, I can't believe I'm saying this. We got to see what Tim Boyle has. We got to see. We got to see what Trevor Simeon uh, can do. To, and by the way, Trevor Simeon 2.0 because 
he did play for us originally at during the mono year that Sam Darnold had, and then uh, and then he, you know, he, he, got, he got injured, injured almost immediately. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so this is kind of like a this is kind of like a 2.0 for him that I I personally would like to see. But oh man, the time to bench him was is is not in the future. The time to, to bench him was either during the game or the start of this game, man. I have I have a question for Gunny. Gunny, do you think if Mike White is the backup of the Jets this year, right now, that he would have been put in as a starter already? No, I think you our freaking think so? I think our coaching staff is is stubborn beyond stubborn, man. I I don't. I, I think if year. they did, I think if they did, Mike White, Mike White would have freaking won us one us two more games by now, yeah. maybe even three by now, right? Three more. Um. I don't I don't understand like like I'm with Mike on this one, man. I just don't get what the hesitation is. I don't understand this loyalty to this kid who we've watched struggle for three years now, who we've put, you know, different pieces around him, different, you know, offensive line, different offensive coordinators. We've gotten him a wide receiver. We've we've gotten like we've gotten him a running back to go ahead and keep freaking defense. But it doesn't matter. This is him. He's he's less than mid. Uh, yes, he can do some flashy things every now and again, and it's fun to watch, and it, it gets us excited just to, just enough to let us freaking down. I, I don't know why he's even in the game. I, I, I don't know why Trevor Simeon didn't come out last week. I don't know why he didn't come out into the game last week. I don't know why we didn't see him today. Like, there's some there's a reason they don't want to go ahead and, and, and bench this kid because it's not as if he's playing good enough for us to win games. Uh, we're, <laughs> he's playing... He's playing to try to not lose his games and losing his games doing that. Like that's that's how he plays, is to not lose the game when he's out there. But I no, I I, I, I thought that I thought that Trevor Simeon maybe wasn't getting in the game because he's not mobile. Trevor Simeon isn't a mobile quarterback. And I thought because they didn't trust the offensive line, Zach Wilson maybe is the best option because he can run around there. But the offensive line today at least was standing up. This offensive mm-hmm. line, I think can I mean, maybe not the run game, but the 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 pass game, I think it holds up well in pass blocking, and at least from what I saw today. So I don't see why Trevor Simeon wouldn't work back there. Now, I, I understand that they keep saying Zach Wilson's the best option, but I feel like I know that this is how to call it. I feel like when there's a change, it it, it, it helps. Like, you look for change. example. Oh, did it? Your mic tone changed. Yeah. There you go. So, for example, Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce shows up to the Raiders three, four weeks ago. I thought that this was going to be a cakewalk. All of a sudden, Antonio, Antonio oh, Pierce, yeah. they're, they're smoking cigars and they feel good about themselves and things change. Sometimes teams just need the slightest of changes and it just sparks something. There's a reason why when Zach Wilson got benched for uh, Mike White, that the mood changed, the, t- the players changed. Joe Flacco played great when he was out there. I think I, I think to this day he's connected on more touchdowns to Garrett Wilson than Zach Wilson has. I think they're Josh, tied, but yes, yeah, yep. Josh Johnson for that one game against the Colts, he balled out. Like I'm, it, it feels like Zach Wilson is the recurring issue here. And whenever we see another quarterback, there's some type of spark. So let, let's just get a spark out there. Let's see what happens. What else do we have to lose at this point? Like, do you have any confidence going into Buffalo next week? I don't. No. I, I, I didn't have much confidence going into this game. I don't, and I don't, the moment and I don't, they freaking fired Josh McDaniel, yeah, Josh McDaniel, I was like, damn it, man. That was our chance. Like, that was concerning to me. And now, knowing that our defense plays Josh 
uh, Josh um, Allen really, really well. They played the Buffalo Bills really, really well. I'll say it again. If our defense doesn't score, the Jets aren't winning that game. But I think that's the issue is that I, I feel like the defense is or, or just the team in general. They're, they're starting to, to feel what the players are, what the fans are feeling. They feel it also. Do, do, could you imagine how frustrated the defense must be that they're allowing less than 20 points every single game? I think it's we're averaging like 17 points. 17, surrender, yeah. 17. Something like that. And a lot of those are on short fields or even a special teams touchdown. Teams. What's going on, my mic? My, my mic doesn't even want me to talk about that anymore. Yeah, the, the mic is disgusted that you're having to have this conversation. So, yeah. So it's gotten to a point where I think that the defensive players are going to start turning also. And Salah has to do something about it. Now, we had a comment up here where they suggested that Ulbricht should take over the team. I don't know about that. But um, what what are you guys thinking as far as the coaching and what needs to change this week, Gunny? I I think I think there's job security for these coaches and they know it and they're playing like it. I think Hackett understands he's not going anywhere because we're all in on Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's he's just playing conservative. Like did you you guys see he called the play? Um, and as he was calling the play, another camera was catching Aaron Rodgers at the same time, and Aaron is just shaking his head while he's listening to the play in the headset. I, I don't know if y'all saw that, but it's, it's being passed around right now all over Twitter and whatnot. But, like, he's calling a play, and then you hear Aaron Rodgers go, <laughs> start shaking his head, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I, I think Hackett knows he's going to be here next year. Um, I think Salah knows he's going to be here next year, but I don't think Salah – is is doing this to lose games i i don't know what the what the infatuation is of dealing with freaking zach wilson as the quarterback but like i don't think anything's gonna happen man i, I don't think there's anything you can do what are we gonna do Who who's gonna t- take the take the helm obrick we saw how that looked when he was the falcons coach it it wasn't pretty it was it was nothing po- some people legitimately some people are are made to be good ocs but not good head coaches. A head coach is different. Josh McDaniels, good OC, horrendous head coach. We've seen that twice now. I mean, look at look at Bill Belichick. Hey, good DC, horrendous head coach when he doesn't have freaking a top freaking five quarterback throwing the ball for him. Well, sorry, the greatest of all time. Today. Hey, listen, I'm just be calling it how we see it, right? Like some people are made to be coordinators, and then there's head coaches. And what's crazy is I think I think Coach Salah does have the leadership gene to be a head coach. I just don't know if he has the acumen necessary to be a head coach. And again, having the guts to go ahead and say, "Hey, Zach, you freaking suck, man. We, we got to sit you," or mm-hmm. pulling him mid-game and get, doing something gutsy to give your team, you know, what I'm saying a spark. Like he just he doesn't have that in him. You saw interim head coach across um, uh, Pierce today go for it on freaking fourth and one, and rather than doing a little tush push, they do an out um, and uh, in around run. run yeah, uh, that was nice. Run that was play. Nice, yeah. I was love, lovely. I'm like, man, gutsy on your side of the field too. Beautiful, right? Beautiful. That's a, a coach playing to win the game. It seems like the Jets coaches play to not lose, and well, we see how that's been working out for us the last couple of years. Uh, I w- uh, wake up and work out. Said, where are your criticisms of the old line giving up pressure? Where are your criticisms of the drop passes? Where are your criticisms of the penalties? Well, a couple of things. Well, we did bring up the penalties, which is where Zach struggles the most is when it's second and long, third and long. 
right? He he needs things to go in his favor. So def- the penalties definitely cost him. But I think if there was a better quarterback at the helm, that wouldn't be such an issue. Definitely drop passes. And I also think that the O-line stood up today. I think that that's why he played better than usual today. But all in all, I mean, that last drive before, well, I guess second to last drive, things were looking good. I thought we were going to get in the end zone. But then he threw that pick. And it, 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 after that, the game was basically over. Like, I understand I, that why some people are saying Zach Wilson, you know, is playing okay. He's playing decent enough not to lose, but he's not helping us win either. At this point, we, we need somebody that can put up some points. Mike, what do you have to say? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I, I agree with you guys. And look, look, man, Robert Sala, I feel as though 95% or more of us Jets fans were ecstatic. We, we, we were so happy that we got Robert Sala when he was hired. Right. And the thing is, is his mantra is all gas, no break. Right. And he was hired. And one of the things that stuck out to me when he was hired, he said that he wants to be uh, like a C a CEO type coach, right? Him and Ulbrich, his they're, they're from their first year to the second year brought their NFL D or the New York Jets defense from what 31st to top, I think it was top three, top four. They've done a they've done a phenomenal job with the defense. However, you cannot say that you are a CEO type coach if your and team is so lopsided and so unbalanced. You cannot say that you are a CEO type coach if you are week in and week out having so many penalties. I think we had like 90 yards, almost hundred yards in penalties tonight. That is, that is asinine. That is insane. Uh, you know, you cannot say that you are a CEO head coach. If you are sticking by this kid so much and, and, and I get it, I know, we, you know, especially me, I harp on Zach, but you cannot, you cannot, uh, you know, ha- be so tied to this kid or else, if, if, if you don't sever ties with this kid sooner or later, I'm telling you, man, these Jets fans, they're, they're going to, I, and I, you know, I know that Salah is, is uh, really good on the de- defensive side of the ball, but you guys remember the whole uh, John Idzik debacle and, and Jets fans were, were um, renting billboards and flying yeah. uh, airplanes and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be like that. However, I, what, what, what we need Robert Salah to do is come out and say, listen, guys, uh, <clears throat> as good, as good as Zach is a uh, character wise, we need to make a change. We're going to make a change right now. And, you know, we, we understand that the whole medical things that are going on with Aaron Rodgers, he might be coming back. That that stuff is, you know, that stuff is not at the forefront of our mind right now. The forefront of our mind is, like you were saying, you know, we, we need to freaking score some points. We need to score some touchdowns, okay? This is 2023 in the NFL. You need to score touchdowns. <clears throat> and And to be completely honest with you, Quarterback is the most important important position in all of sports. Every single sport that you a team sport that you can think of, quarterback is the most important position. So I don't want to hear anything about offensive line. I don't want to hear, you know, which by the way, they did pretty well tonight. I don't want to hear anything about receivers because uh Conklin was a tight end, did, did very well, and Garrett Wilson did very well. Even Dalvin, even freaking Dalvin Cook as a running back, you know, had some pretty good plays uh, sprinkle in here and there. So I don't want to hear anything else. The the common denominator here is Zach Wilson. And the definition of insanity is 
trying the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. How many games are we going to trot out this kid and think we're going to get different results from this offense? We are, we, we are out there in a car and we have no engine. You cannot expect to race. You cannot expect to compete if you don't have the, the necessary mind and the necessary talent under center. So that's why, uh, you know, that, that's why, you know, we, we talk about uh, the situation like this is because we care about this, this football team. And I'm sure all the, the, the viewers care as well. Obviously we're, we're almost at midnight here and we're, and we're, uh, you know, listening to us, but right. But look, and I, a lot of people in the chat are talking about the whole Salah thing and how you should be fired. The thing with Salah, he, he's, and I know it's going to be a bad comparison, but Adam Gase, like as far as focusing on one side of the football, Adam Gase had no idea what the hell was going on on defense. When, when the defense was out on the field, he would sit on the bench and start doodling on his clipboard. And I feel like Salah doesn't know what he's doing on offense. And I think that Aaron Rodgers might like that. I think Aaron Rodgers might like that him and Hackett are going to run the offense and they don't have to worry about Salah saying anything to him. So because Aaron Rodgers likes this and because he might like Salah, Salah isn't going anywhere. He's staying. The only person that might go anywhere is Obrick if he gets another job. But I, I think that this coaching staff is going to stay as is until Aaron Rodgers decides that he wants it changed. So if you're in the chat and you're saying we need to fire this guy now, figure out how to just complain about something else because I'm pretty confident that you're going to see another quarterback in there before you see another coach on the sideline. So um, I think Salah's here to stay. And, um, you know, oh, and I almost forgot because we're going to be wrapping it up soon. What did you guys think about Gary Wilson throwing the ball? Gunny, did you see that? That was ugly. Um, I think Mike said it best, man. You know, sometimes you just, Wilson's just – anybody named Wilson just shouldn't if, throw the ball. If your um, last name is Wilson. <laughs> your last ball. name is Wilson. <laughs> just don't throw the ball. Nah, that was ugly, man. But that's why he plays wide receiver and not quarterback, man. But, again, another opportunity missed right there, too, because Lazard had his man beat. You know what I'm saying? Just a little touch underneath it. Let Put some air underneath it. Let Lazard go underneath it and get it. Uh, that's a touchdown waiting to happen. I don't know if Lazard can pull away, but that was the third string, you know, uh, cornerback out there. So it's possible. There's a reason he's third string. Uh, I just, I don't understand this. Like there's a guy in here that's, it's just amusing. I just, I'll just smile. I, I, I don't think there's a quarterback on the Jets team right now that should be a starter in the NFL, unless it's Aaron Rodgers. And let me rephrase that a healthy quarterback on the Jets team right now. <laughs> That should be a starter in the NFL. I just I don't. But if if you can watch that game and make every excuse imaginable as to why Zach Wilson wasn't the problem, we watched CJ Stroud today on the Houston Texans team with one of the worst offensive lines in football lead his team back to beat the Bengals. We saw Joe Burrow a couple years ago take the worst offensive line in all of football to the Super Bowl. I, you continue to see these things happen day, like all over the place. You see them. You, there's proof of it everywhere. Will Levis looks like a competent football player right now for the Tennessee Titans. Why, why are we – how come Zach Wilson has his own category of starting quarterback where everything goes wrong around him? It's not his fault. I don't understand the logic behind that. It, Can I give you why I think? Go ahead. I think it's because – when he has 80 yards to work with, he seems to play well. Like, the, a few times... The, oh, your camera. 
Yeah. I mean, your mic, your mic. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know it's, it's, it was refusing. I know you're going to have to just deal with it now. All right. So obviously my mic is upset. Um, when he's going from the 25 to like the 50 or their 40 yard line, the, the ball seems to move there. But once the, the, the field shrinks, he can't. Once he gets out to the other side of the field, it's like he's lost. If you look at his numbers, he put up 257 passing yards. They had 365 total yards of offense. That sounds like a competent offense almost. But they usually move the ball initially, and then once it gets to midfield, it stops. I don't know what it is that they just can't keep it going. And I, I, I don't even know what to say anymore about Zach. I, I, I see a lot of people trying to defend him, and I, I guess I, I kind of get it. Cause you don't want to give up hope, maybe. But I, I've already given it up. I, I have. I can't. I can't anymore. And and you know what, Dan? The the problem is the thing is here is that as much as we as as much as we we harp on Zach and we uh, you know we we say all these things, we we have to uh, address the the elephant in the room here, and that is Joe Douglas. And I'm and trust me. I'm not saying that Joe Douglas is is a major problem. I think he's doing a phenomenal job as a GM compared to other GMs that, that we've had. However, you know, he, he's the guy at the top here. And to be quite honest with you guys, he's put us in this position. Think about it. We were talking about backup quarterback for months and months and months and months. We were talking about backup quarterbacks in June, right? And we did nothing. And we did nothing. And we did nothing. And the trade deadline went by and we did nothing. When, when, um, and even before that, when, when Aaron went down, we did nothing. It, it, it's like, where is the accountability when it comes to having a, 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 you know, competent backup quarterback, which we all knew that Zach wasn't ready. We've seen it over the past couple of years. We knew that he wasn't ready. I thought the plan was going to be for Aaron to come in. Zach was going to sit, have a, you know, sit down, have a clipboard, learn to learn how to, you know, uh, play quarterback in the NFL with a clipboard on the sideline and learn with your eyes, right? Obviously Aaron got hurt, but he shouldn't have even been in the position of being a backup quarterback. He should have been nope. third string, you know? So, so there was one point for the jets. We had, uh, we had four quarterbacks. I think it was on game day uh, back. I think in like 2018, 2019, we had like four quarterbacks and you're telling me we can't, we can't have three. Come on now. Like, um, so the fact that Joe Douglas has put us in this position, position, he gets a little bit of the blame here. You know, that, that's part of being a GM. Now, um, I think that things are going to get better. I know that things are, are going to get better. When Aaron comes back, that's all you got to hope for is Aaron comes back, you know, maybe not this year, but next year. But, man, like, I'm a year uh, older by then. I'm not, I'm not trying to wait for this shit. I want this shit to happen now. That's the it, frustrating part. But, hey, we're, we're battered, man. We're battered Jets fans. That's that's what we know. We're comfortable here. This, we're comfortable is, in the this is what spot. you signed up for, Dan. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yep. I, I don't, and you know what? By choice too, because I could have been a yeah. Giants fan. I mean, right I now it would suck to be a Giants fan. I could have been an Eagles fan. I could have been a Giants fan. I chose Jets. I chose Jets. You know, what I'm I could have been a Steelers fan. We, I live right there in the vicinity. I, I had my pick. I chose the New York Jets. I know, man. This is this is chose this life. Look, Sundays yeah. are for the battered man. Yeah, That's my right. God, it is. All right. Uh, so all in all, look the the offense. You look at those numbers, 265 total offenses, 257 passing, 108 rushing. You know, you figure you did decent enough to, to win a game, but we just couldn't get it in the end zone. We put up 12 points, 
six in the first, three in the second, and then a measly field goal in the fourth. And it sucks that the defense gives up 16 points and then you, you still feel, don't feel. I told you, if the Raiders score more than, what was that I said? I think I said 18, we have no chance. They scored 16 and we still couldn't win. The Giants only had negative nine yards for passing and we almost didn't win. Like this team is pathetic. It's gotten to the point where this team is pathetic. Like yeah. why do I sit and watch this trash? <laughs> I had a great fucking weekend. I went on vacation for four days. I had a great fucking weekend. I came I home, I got week. here earlier this afternoon and I said, okay, I can relax for a couple of hours before I get to watch the Jets. Hopefully they can give me a good game. And then they put me in a bad mood. They ruined this beautiful weekend I just had. Why am I, why, why, why am I like this? But, um, I, I, bro, I had an incredible week this week. It's been a fire week, professionally, personally. It's just been great. And and then today, you saw teams lose. We needed to lose again in the AFC in order for us to go ahead and and make ourselves relevant. Another gift from the football god saying, "Hey, listen, y'all were trash last week, and I gave y'all a gift. Here's another gift. All y'all got to do is win tonight, and you slide into that wild card spot, that last wild card spot in the AFC. Look at that, eighth in the AFC." Instead, we chose to go ahead and do what, what we do as Jets. We, we, we same old Jets, right? I mean, we got shinier new toys, but we're the same team, man. Like, when we, when we really boil it down to, like, we've got shinier. We got an elite defense and a less than mid offense, an offense that in 2023 wouldn't even operate in freaking college football, let alone the NFL, right? So uh, it's, it's embarrassing to, to be here again, back-to-back years where we're sitting here looking at this defense and we're thinking we're wasting another year of this elite group of defensive playmakers because we can't get the quarterback situation right or the offensive coordinator situation right on offense. It's this is the these are the same conversations we had last year at this time at this time. We're doing it again. <laughs> it's unreal, man. It's it's really unreal. Uh yeah, no and and and, and Milt said been in this game long enough to not let the Jets steal your joy. No, I somehow I, I fall for this shit. Somehow, I yeah, I keep getting got, man. And and I knew after last week it was telling, right? I said, man, this is the worst defense in the NFL, and we couldn't. I knew last week it was telling, and then somehow, some way around Friday night, I was like, all right, what well, if we just, you know, get this to go this way, this go that way, and then we win, we're still in there, right? And then you'll have Aaron Rodgers coming back. Anything can happen at that point. I, I found a reason to fall for it. And then today, watching football all day, I'm like, oh, man, God is good. Boom, they lost, they lost, they lost. <laughs> well, and then what happens? We watch the game, and then the Jets are just like, <laughs> just start stabbing us in the back. Yeah. because We, us- we usually have our boy, Beer Fanatic, on here. Uh, uh, he's a Dolphin fan, and Nah, he's laughing too much right now. He's yeah. Well, before last week, before we played the Chargers, I remember I told him, I was like, there's a chance that when we play you guys on Black Friday, <laughs> we're playing for the AFC and I, and I said that seriously because at that point, we were 4-3. and three. Yeah. We beat the Chargers with the worst defense in the league. We beat we the beat Raiders, them. who are uh, imploding right, be- right before Antonio Pierce got on there, right? They're imploding. I was like. We could be six and three, possibly beat the Bills again, seven and three. All of a sudden, we're playing for the AFC Championship against you guys on Black Friday. Awesome game. Look at me. Look, look, look at what, what they've done to look me. At look you. at you. Put the clown makeup on. Put I, the I clown makeup on. <laughs> I, I'm a fucking look at me. I'm an idiot. Right. This is the face of an idiot. I but I got my uh, brown mag over here. I'll be putting it on tomorrow. Yeah. Bro, I 
I said the same thing. I ain't gonna lie to you, Daniel. I said the same thing, bro. I was talking about how, like, hoo-hoo-hoo, we beat the Eagles going to Dubai, come back, and we got the freaking bum Chargers who couldn't stop a nosebleed. Then after that, we got the Oakland Raiders who look like trash. Then they fired Dick McDaniels, and I got scared a little bit. And, well, my worst fears have been brought to life, you know, 0-2 after the bye. And I, I, I literally just need to put on clown makeup for saying the dumb shit I said um after we went into the bye week i'm gonna ask you each one question before i go to final thoughts all right this is this is my question i just saw somebody bring it up and i meant to ask you guys this earlier and i forgot i'll i'll start with mike mike how good would this team be right now with mark sanchez as quarterback because everybody likes to shit on mark sanchez my god uh are you talking rookie mark sanchez are you talking uh... I'm i'm talking i'm talking any mark sanchez I'll take Philadelphia Eagles Mark Sanchez right now. Any Mark Sanchez. I'll tell you what. If we had Mark Sanchez starting tonight, we win that. We win this game. Uh, I, I don't think we're, you know. I, I I don't think we won it by much, but I, I think Mark Sanchez gets such a bad rep. I, I, he made some I, I, I hell of throws. Game, man. You remember that San Antonio that, that San Antonio Holmes left side of the end zone in New England. Mark Sanchez gets a bad rep. Oh, because that stupid buff fumble, Gunny. Mike Sanchez. If Mark Sanchez is the quarterback for the New York Jets starting the season, the New York Jets are seven and one right now. I agree. I agree. Seven I and one. Right Why does now. everybody shit on Mark Sanchez so much? I, yeah, I Sanchez. he brought me some of the best football of my freaking Jets life. Those two years, Dude, when those two years are still magical in my heart. Magical you know, to me, bro. I don't know if you guys realize this, and I don't know if you noticed. I'm gonna go right, get right to you, Mike. You know how, how every team has, like, when they win a World Series or a Super Bowl or something? At least, I don't think they do it anymore, but they used to do, like, DVDs. The Jets are so yeah. pathetic that the year, the first year that they made it to the AFC Championship, you know they made them a DVD for them? They made a DVD, yeah. For the AFC Championship. The commemorative AFC DVD game. set. Yes, for, the AFC, for, for that bro. season. And it was pretty pathetic, but I bought it really? because. I did, and too. That's the only I, thing I, got. <laughs> I did, too. Go ahead, Mike. What were you going to say? Uh, I, I was just going to say, man. You you brought me back, man. Um, oh, just thinking, I was, I've been reminiscing when you were when you were talking about that and uh, going back to Mark Sanchez. Man, I still get chills whenever I think about you know <clears throat> the improbable run and Mark Sanchez. We were in the playoffs and we won. Uh, I forgot who it was against though, but um, I think it was. I don't. Want, I don't think it was the Steelers. See, we beat the Bengals. Uh, the, the first think, first year it was the Bengals then the Chargers. Maybe it was and, the Bengals, but anyway, year was when Fireman Colts Ed put, put his construction helmet on top of Sanchez, oh my gosh, that like gave me chills. It was, it, was uh, it was just a great moment, man. It was a great moment. So yeah, Sanchez will always have a special place in my in my heart. Um, me too, man. You know, but yeah, I, I know he does, definitely does get crapped on a lot, and 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 part of that is because of the the touchdown inter- interception ratio. But but yeah, man, I think definitely we would have won this game with Sanchez for sure. I think there's a real chance that we get a quarterback to, to Charles comment. I think there's a chance that we get a quarterback in the draft, you know, next year and let him develop the first year behind Aaron Rodgers. I think that's a real possibility, not first or second rounder, even though Joe Douglas doesn't really care about drafting anybody that's going to play the first year. So maybe he will waste the first <laughs> round on it. Who cares? All right. Uh, final thoughts, uh, Mike, final thoughts before we head out of here. All right. Yeah. So final thoughts here are, man, I, I really do want to, want to hunt the good stuff here. I really do want to be positive. I know it's pretty hard to do that, especially right now as a Jets fan. Um, but, you know, the you, you, you just got to, 
the season was over. The season over is over in my eyes. There is there is no there is no reason to try and rush Aaron Rodgers at this point. No. You know, week in and week out, as I'm watching the football game, I'm listening to these commentators. I'm listening to Troy Aikman and uh, you know Collins Collinsworth just like completely trash the Jets, and, and it's like whatever happened to commentating about the game? You know, just just you're reacting to what how the game is, right? Kind of kind of like um you know what what we're what we're doing now. However, they kind of like put their own two cents into it, and they're like, oh well, they should do this, and they should do this, and they should do this. It's like that that's not your job. Your job is to just comment on on exactly what is happening you know, during the game. And it's like every single week for the past few weeks, it's like, like they're crapping on the Jets so bad, you know, and, and it's well-deserved of course, because that's what we're doing on offense. But does it, it, it should really piss off these players, you know, especially the one comment Troy Aikman made about Quinn and, you know, Quinlan Williams being the, the, the top decoy or whatever it is. And it's like, he never, Quinn and Williams never even said that. It's like, what a complete joke. And it's like, because we're the Jets, of course it's going to hit, of course it's going to go viral and all this stuff. But, but it's like, this team has to be completely tired of everyone else and, and having this us versus the world thing. And it really is us against the world. And uh, no one's going to feel sorry for us. No one's going to, no one's going to be like, Oh, well, you know, it's okay. We'll give you a pat on the back here. No one, no one's going to feel sorry for us. And, you know, going forward, I just want to encourage you guys. And that is that we still have a top defense, right? This defense is going to keep us in every single game. And even in tonight's game, this defense kept us in the game to the very last play. And mm-hmm. I know, I know, uh, Garrett didn't catch the ball in the end zone, but to the very last second, we had hope, right? Now, are we making the playoffs? No, we're not making the playoffs. But all I'm saying is, going forward, we have a great defense. We're going to solve the the problems on offense, if not this year, definitely next year. Like Gunny was saying, he thinks we're going to get Devonte Adams. I am a firm believer in that. I think we're getting him. I think we're getting him in the off season. I think, uh, I think Bakhtiari is probably going to going to be coming to us too. So there's going to be reinforcements on the way next year. Uh, to help us get to the promised land. And I know we haven't been there in so long since, you know, we've been to the moon, but, but um, I, I do think that next year playoffs are, are definitely in our vicinity. It's definitely achieve, achievable. It's definitely attainable. And um, you know, for the rest of the season, we just got to go, go with what we have and kind of grow. We just have to keep growing as a, as a, a defense growing as a, as an offense, even though, you know, Zach is at the helm, which changes might be on the way, but we just got to keep growing. And and just keep growing as a team, growing as a franchise, and, and we're going to do well uh, in the future. I really do believe that. Uh, Devontae Adams' contract next year, 25 mil. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how they make that money work, but maybe. Rodgers took a pay cut. He'll restructure. Uh, maybe. Devontae will Gunny. restructure. I sure hope so. I hope you're right because I, I would love that. Uh, Gunny, any final thoughts? Yeah, no, nah, it's, um, it's a wash, man. Season's a wrap. Uh, I think at the end of the day, we need to go ahead and, and keep Aaron Rodgers on ice. Uh, there's no reason to bring him out here, you know, at four and freaking seven to go on a miracle run to potentially get the last wild card spot when you got the AFC North with four teams in that freaking division that are going to potentially, they might have three teams make the playoffs, the AFC yeah. North. Let's just be honest. So uh, it's a wrap, man. The only route, there's only one team making the playoffs in the AFC East, and it's going to be the AFC East champions. And that is not going to be the New York Jets. Uh, the Dolphins have the easiest route to that. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are, well, we called them as frauds when the season began. Um, it's showing, looking like that right now. So the Miami Dolphins will probably win the AFC East um, unless they decide to go, you know, catastrophic and implode somehow. They're going to win the AFC East. Yeah. Um, they, they're, they're not going to. It's, have you seen their schedule? It's, it's too easy. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to win the AFC East. 
Um, and the Jets will go and add another check mark or another freaking whatever to yeah. the we missed the, the playoffs to the to the drought, right? Keep adding to that drought. And then next year, you know what I'm saying? You put some pieces around Aaron Rodgers, hopefully some offensive line help. We get a guy like a Devontae Adams if it's not him. If somehow, some way you can swing Marvin Harrison Jr. in the draft, oh, my God, that would be freaking incredible. Um, but, yeah, man, I think I think you're going to need to do some stuff with the offensive line. That's, that's definitive. You can't have Aaron Rodgers at 40 years old back there uh, taking hits. He won't last the season. Um, but yeah, man, we get to look forward to the offseason. Now we get let's just start getting into mock mode, start seeing how we can go ahead and build the best offensive line and potential weapons for Aaron Rodgers for next for next year. Because the only way through the playoffs would be to, to win the AFC East. This team is not winning the AFC East. In fact, if you look at the rest of the schedule, I'm having a hard time finding a win the rest of the way. So yeah, let's go ahead and just chalk it up as an L. Another year wasted for an elite defense. 2024, it's our year, baby. 2024. Yeah. Uh, I'm a battered fan because I, I think like an idiot when it comes to the Jets. I, I'm not giving up on the year just quite yet. Uh, maybe if they lose to the Bills next week, but I still have hope that somehow we'll pull off a miracle. I mean, I watched Rex Ryan come out post-game after the Falcons lost and say we're officially eliminated from the playoffs to the next day to come out and say, oh, I was wrong. We weren't eliminated from the playoffs. And then go ahead and beat the 14-0 Indianapolis Colts and somehow make the playoffs make the AFC championship. Am I saying anything even similar to that's going to happen? No, but um, yeah, I'm battered and I kind of want to just keep hope alive. Otherwise it just, it just makes this so much less fun. And uh, so uh, I'll be here watching the bills and hoping that we can pull off a miracle somehow. Uh, but I do, but I, I will go with what Gunny said, because Gunny said this uh, on last episode, he said he wants to see no more CJ. Who's your mama. He wants to see Jeremy Ruckert out there. I'm with you. No more cook. Give me Izzy. Give me Charles Lee. Give me, give me all the young guys on offense. No reason to keep putting out these these guys that aren't producing. Let's at least, if we're not gonna win, let's at least see what we got out here, so we can make sure that we bring those guys back next year. I like that Xavier Gibson's finally gonna get into play. He's he's getting more involved in the offense. I mean, we had McCall Hardman. We never used them. It would have been nice to have somebody like that. So let's get Xavier Gibson in there. But uh, but again, I'm not losing hope. And uh, you know, I know most people are, and I'm, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm there with Zach, though. Uh, I'm okay. If they bench Zach, I'm, I'm happy. I get that he had a decent game, but I want to see something new. Let's see something new. But until then, whatever. Uh, and McDonald needs to play more. McDonald needs to play, period. He wasn't even active today. Wasted freaking first-round draft. It, it, yeah, man. It was, it was a waste. It, it, and, and I was telling you guys, it, he could become a Hall of Famer. That pick was supposed to be a win-now pick. Yep. He's, he's literally a healthy scratch. It's, it's have Aaron Rodgers for two years, mad three years, yeah, that's mad. It. That, 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 and that's you why waste it was, the first round pick. You can't do that. But no. whatever. All right, we we'll appreciate everybody that tuned in live. Uh, you know, hit that like and subscribe and all that other good stuff. And um, and uh, uh, Mike, you wanted one more thing? Oh yeah, just um, no, I just wanted to say, you know, look look on the bright side again when it comes to our you know keeping that first round draft pick for 2024 because uh it, it's going to really make an impact in 2025 for us you know so so uh you know yeah. we sit we, we're gonna have that first round pick we're gonna sit him for a year and, and then the following year when aaron is, is gone you know he'll be he'll be helpful him and mcdonald's so that'd be good well i mean it, it worked out with uh with jermaine johnson right he didn't i mean he played but he didn't get a lot of playing time last year look at him this year so that's what i'm saying i'm it's sure true, yeah, McDonald probably produce ne- yeah and will mcdonald probably produce next year but i felt like that should have been a win now type of uh, pick. a pick. 
But um, yeah. All right. Well, if you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. We appreciate you taking the time to join us all the way to the end. Uh, please give us five stars, comment, review, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. As always, please like and subscribe. Helps the channel grow. And for those of you that participated in the chat, as always, you guys are the best part of the show. We appreciate you hanging with us this late at night. So we know that you are as battered as we are. We are all battered Jets fans here. And uh, I, let's keep hope alive for next week. I mean, I know Gunny and Mike both said that they, they, they're basically out of it. But I am 100% sure once, once 1 o'clock hits next week, they're going to be rooting for a win. And they're going to make themselves believe that it's possible. Because that's just what we do. We're battered fans all the way to the end. So You're until the next one, <laughs> have a good one. <laughs>